And we are live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. It's Tuesday night. It's a solo night coming to you live. Uh, Andy's wife has had a baby, uh, so he's out for the foreseeable future. Might have to get some injury replacements on the cards, uh, sub some people in, possibly interview a couple of people. But I'm going to be bringing it live. I'm going to be doing a couple of new things tonight. Uh, going to watch those Taipans highlights. I didn't get a chance to watch that Taipans game. I got home a little bit too late. Just happened to catch like the last few plays and watch us lose. Uh, that's always fun. Uh, and then I will talk about that Southeast Melbourne game because that was actually a pretty good performance from us and a good win uh, from the Kings. It's been a little bit of an up and down cup. The cup is coming to an end as well. Uh, it's just been a, you know, why wasn't this the season? You know, really, does it matter? Like it kind of has played out like this season. It's been just like a season. I'm not sure really if this cup strategy has worked for the league itself. Um, if you look at the way the standings have played out to the, the points, we, we won a lot of quarters. So if you look at that, I think we're hovering around pretty high up in the standings. I might bring those up a little bit later, talking through some of those, uh, games. But if you look at what this team has kind of done over the last few games, it's been a little bit up and down. We're winning some, we're losing some. I've noticed a lot of the teams are kind of really struggling, I think, with the double game weeks. We've seen some up and down performances from some of the teams. Uh, the Brisbane Brisbane Bullets have been a little bit up and down. I think Perth and Melbourne United have kind of been the same. Uh, they've got a lot of talent on their rosters. They've got a nice uh, basketballing program structure in place. So they've been... Uh, pretty pretty steady but some of these other teams i think they're struggling with double game weeks a uh, few injuries we've seen some guys go down we've had some guys go down as well and we're playing through those uh but it's good to see uh you know city kings keeping on the the keeping up the pressure and everyone kind of pitching in for those wins uh so yeah as always you can like share and subscribe we are on twitter we're on facebook uh, we're on YouTube. We'll put these up on YouTube. So at the moment we're live on Facebook. Well, I'm live on Facebook. Uh, usually uh, put the audio out after this onto Anchor, which goes out onto Spotify and onto Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Um, so yeah, go over those if you want to listen to us in audio form. Not sure if I put this one, me monologuing, you know, it's a little bit strange. It's the first time I've done this live, done a few videos. That's always fun doing redos over and over, but this going out live is uh, certainly a different tack. So I might put it out. Uh, I might just edit out the bit where I just kind of sit in silence and watch four minutes of highlights. Uh, I'm going to put those highlights up on the screen so you can watch those along with me while I'm watching it. You know, 800 views, it probably won't get me kicked off Facebook or get us kicked off Facebook. So hopefully uh, nothing will happen there. But yeah, as always, like and subscribe. And we'll get into the, the first call of the night, that Taipan's loss. So I'm just going to bring up the box score. Uh, that Taipan's loss, it was 96-90, I believe, 96-92. So I, I caught the end of that game and we've had a few games this season where we kind of just die down the end of these, these, these tussles. Like it's a back and forth tussle. It's a lot going on. Then suddenly we just run out of ways to score the ball. And, you know, you put it in Casper's hands and he, he plays – the, the kind of stereotypical Casper basketball. And we, we've got some other guys who can kind of close these games. And I, I found watching this team, whenever we share it around a little bit, uh, go go away from that kind of isolation, Casper does it all type offense. That's when we, we get a few results. We get some purchase with that. Um, but in this type ends game, watching down the end of this game, I think Didi missed a layup. 
um, that would have put us uh, level or something like that. And then from from there we gave up like a dunk and then that was pretty much it. But I didn't see a lot of DJ's performance. It was a 32-point night. The other thing I wanted to mention was we're kind of wasting these uh, – good games like a few of our guys have had great games like casper's game against melbourne dj's had a couple of really good games in losses kind of wasting these performances by not getting the w and that that's kind of hurting a little bit uh dj 32 points 13 of 17 8 of 12 from two so he must have scorched it up inside uh and then five of five from three so that's good he's shooting the ball so well and just just quietly i tweeted out after that southeast melbourne game like lock him up for the the rookie of the year. I think that's locked up, sewn up. I don't think you know, barring Touchwood, a uh, sort of catastrophic injury. I think he's got that that um, rookie of the year uh, sealed up. And I was sort of texting Andy, and Andy was sort of saying, "Man, he's a shout for the actual MVP." And that that's kind of you know that's that's a little bit like whoa whoa whoa, calm down. Um, but at the same time, like he he's putting up some great numbers and really uh, some important performances that not necessarily an MVP type structure would warrant looking at these, this kind of season and going, you know what, you know, he's in the conversation, but if he was a third year player, I think he'd get the recognition and, you know, some, some talk about the MVP buzz type of thing. Um, and also, you know, these, these sort of games without that many fans uh, are helping this. And then this cup run has kind of been a little bit, you know, guys have been good, you know, and then they've not been that great. And then guys have been good in other games and they're not that great. So it's it's a little bit up and down. I'm wondering if, you know, things go a little bit back to COVID normal over the next month and a little bit games go away from maybe two a week. And some teams were even in the last two rounds were playing three a week. So I'm wondering if some of these teams go away from that. We get a few more stable performances uh, from these teams that kind of have a more structured lineup and roster and guys who who they can move in and out. I think the Hawks really kind of benefited from just being able to play rhythm and flow offense, just play every night and then kind of running into this double game week in the bubble. They've kind of died, uh, lost a few games here and there. And I, I think you look at that roster and it's not, it's not a great roster. It's not a fantastic roster. It's just a well-coached team of kind of young players who like to play hard and you know without that spectacular coaching this team probably isn't a great prospect just indian jessup's been really good but once you start introducing a lot of games like these young guys i don't think kind of gel together as a unit as well as maybe if they're playing you know a steady one game a week and then you know coming back playing another game on the next weekend i think that's kind of helping other teams as at the same time kind of not really helping teams like the the hawks uh, just looking through, I've got uh, – I'll bring it up before I bring up the uh, – hopefully everyone can see that at home. I'll bring up the actual stats from all the teams. Uh, I'll just make that a bit bigger. Uh, all the teams uh, – sorry, all the players from all the teams. Uh, I, was, I sorted it by three-point percentage just to kind of have a look at how DJ was doing. He's had, he's had such a good season. For, shooting 45% from three on uh, 86 attempts, that's pretty good. If you look at Jessup, Jessup's a little bit uh, better than him. And then sort of lowering the volumes into those, you know, t- taking 33 points. You look at Wag stuff, he's right up there with 55%. Uh, Brad Newley was kind of up there a little bit very early on in the season. He's kind of s- cooled down a little bit, 40 40%. Uh, he was actually benched in this game. I didn't actually see him come out on the court and play at all because obviously he only played four minutes and was benched. I've got that box score here. 
Uh, he, you know, there was there was some, you know, veteran has to go to the bench, you know, made some defensive, they were saying on the uh, coverage, veterans made some defensive errors, you know, and you take a seat. And I kind of like that in a sense that, you know, no one's immune from having a seat, oh, except maybe Casper, but, you know, Casper's kind of the heart and soul of our, our offense. Um, but, you know, having, having those bench guys kind of, you know, know your place. If you make a few mistakes, you kind of get put to the bench. The only thing I kind of didn't, like I was thinking about it and going, you know, we've got a pretty shortened lineup, man. Like, and we're playing games thinking fast. Maybe that's not the right, the right way to coach. But if you look at that Southeast Melbourne game, he sort of came out and had a spectacular sort of supplementary night, five or six from the field, one of one from three, of course, again, and then four or five from inside. His kind of inside game, yeah, kind of cooled off a little bit. Uh, hopefully we can spark that up down the end of this season because I think his offense is going to really help. Uh, but, yeah, looking through... DJ, you know, probably one of the best shooters in the league. I was just keen to see what Cotton's shooting a three at because um, he, he has been a little little bit up and down. I wouldn't say, you know, enough to get worried. Look at Casper's shooting at 35%. That's that's not great. Um, have, I, have I scrolled past him? I might do a fine. Um, he, he's playing still at a high level, but I don't think he's playing at that level he was playing at last year, almost in the in the sense that he was carrying the uh, – the 36 f uh, 36 is carrying the uh, wildcats in any sort of sense that this year, I think they've got a bit, a bit more of a uh, all-rounded team, uh, 34.5%, you know, that's, that's quite low. He's, he's coming in at 40, uh, 42.8% from inside. Let's have a look at those numbers, uh, from the field. Sorry. That's, that's all field goals. Uh, shout out to, uh, real GM with all those stats. I was, I was putting together a stat pack similar to this then realized that they're just doing it for me. So that's, that's pretty sweet. Uh, looking at inside numbers for guards, you know, Drimmich, that's not bad, 45 of 90. Uh, and then DJ, you know, 50% from ins- from uh, the field in general. You know, it's, is it MVP numbers? You know, is it? That's, that's not a bad shout. Look, I think he's got that rookie of the year sewn up to kind of go back to what I was talking about. How about that shot of Humphreys? That's a, that's a shocker, that is. Um, yeah, I think he's got that, that sewn up pretty much, that rookie of the year. I don't think anyone's going to kind of um, – overtake him on that i think jessup's probably one of the closest um candidates is he going to get that you know i don't i don't think so i think you know barring an injury dj is going to uh kill that uh let's actually have a look at the highlights of this game because i actually haven't seen them um we shouldn't get kicked off of facebook for this uh you guys can watch along with me hopefully that frame rate's not too bad it should should be pretty good that's not bad casper i'm going to uh watch it on my actual window here I don't think the uh, the sounds not coming through, so that should be that should be all right. Oh, what's going on? Buffering. Oh, let me down. DJ in transition finds Caspar, who finds DJ again. That's such a sweet stroke. He's got such a beautiful stroke. And um, you know, ultimately, I'd like to see players go to the hole in those sorts of transition situations. But if you can develop a little two man, oh, Jawai, oh. Can- yeah, yeah, I thought so. I was going to say, they just said continuation waved away. I was sort of saying, no, I don't think so. Oh, maybe. Eh, close. I love Nate Jawai. Yeah, both Andy and I love Nate Jawai. Just watching him play, he's just such a beast. And I think in a game against the Kings where we don't have bigs, might be a, a little bit of a, uh, you know, a feast. I think he did, did score the ball quite well. I've got, uh, I don't have the stats. I've got it up on this page, so I can't look at it. But, ooh, oh. Oh, did he slip on a deckle there? Oh, low rip. 
Oh, nah, Cam Oliver, you know, in the open court. Cam Oliver's, you know, a little bit been a little bit up and down this season as well. You know, we don't have we didn't have the uh, array of bigs. We've got kicker back, obviously. That's that's a nice step back on Moller. He's kind of got to get up a little bit on that. Yeah, we don't have the array of bigs, so obviously the Taipans are gonna throw Oliver and Nate Jarwai at us. And, you know, ultimately it was a close game, but Nate Jarwai I think played played well. I'll grab those stats after and I'll talk about that. Casper had a long three. I'd be interested to see what Casper's numbers are over the last few games. I think he's definitely had an uptick in his percentage. I think he's making more shots from three. Those set ones are looking a little bit better. Like he's always, ooh, that's not bad defense, but yeah, no one on the glass. Casper's three has always kind of, it's needed a bit of momentum. If you watch back to his Melbourne days, he likes to step into those, run into those threes. I don't understand how he shoots like, oh, geez, Jerich with the chuck. Um, I don't know how he can shoot the ball in a, in a running situation, but not shoot the ball from a set position. Ooh, beautiful dunk. Oh, very nice. Get some air, a little nosebleed action. Um, yeah, I don't know how Casper can't shoot set shots as well as he can shoot those running threes. Oh, Jawa. The other thing too, Hunter, when he's defending his side, he's getting absolutely no love. Like, at, at all. Like, what's that? A little grab around the... Come on. Like, Jarwai's got the size on him. He's got the power on him. And then you just go, nah, I'm going to penalize you again just for... A, Jesus. Jerich with just a chuck. Um, yeah, that's another thing, too. I've been sort of texting Andy about it. Just getting, it gets absolutely nothing inside. Ooh, cut from Hunter. Did he? Ooh, very nice. He's not been shooting the three ball that well at all this season. And that's... That's kind of dangerous. Oh, we're up one here with five to go. I think, no, nah, I think actually with about two minutes to go is when I started watching it. Ooh, tough layup. And he is, Machado is another one where Casper, Casper gets nothing in some of these games. Absolutely zero of those touch fouls inside. Machado is absolutely getting nothing as well. Oh, that's a, that's a pretty clutch bucket. Uh, Two-point lead. Uh, I didn't. I know I don't get like the actual, like a real sort of understanding. Oh, Caspar, no, that's no good. I think, uh, yeah, I think I saw that run out dunk. 30 seconds to go. I think that kind of killed the game. I might have even turned it off here actually because it was around dinner time. I had to eat my dinner. And that looks like it's it. Does DJ come down on the run? Oh, and hits it. Of course, he was five from five. Beautiful stuff. Um, so obviously that's going to go, you know, our points, the other thing too, with the, these FIBA games, you don't actually, you know, you make sure you shoot those shots at the end of the game because the, it comes down to point differentials. I'm pretty sure when it comes to the table, uh, looking at the, the stats, uh, let's move this over. I wonder if I'm going to get an actual full width of stats. Nah, you're not going to really be able to see that properly. Um, but yeah, so five of five from three, it's a great night from, uh, DJ Casper, 28 points, nine of 16, three of seven from three, Didi three of eight from the field. Another little sort of struggler. He missed that bunny at the end, a minus 10 too. I've noticed he has these nights where he will struggle on the court, really struggle to knit things together and just cop a pounding on the plus minus. Um, and then in some of these other games, you know, there's there's games where you know he he will have a good game, and then you know it it shows out in the plus minus. So I'll just bring the uh, stat pack over to here. Whoop, come back, stat pack over here. 
Um, yeah, you look at – I haven't updated it since United, but you look at some of these Diddy games, you know, a minus 13 in there, and then he has a couple of really good games, and what's this, a minus 10 against Cairns. So he, he gets kind of stuck in these lineups. They're really we, – we've been saying it all season, there's really lineups of – there's three or four glue, glue guys out here. And you're just kind of like, well, there's no scoring. There's no defense. Like, what are these guys gluing together? It's just a bunch of glue guys who don't know how to fill the bucket up. You know, everyone's looking around trying to get scoring. Uh, it's kind of a struggle. Tommy V, three points, and then kick it, only two points. I'm not sure what to make about kick it. I think we'll wait to sort of evaluate him at the half season. He hasn't really played that many games. Um, and I think we'll wait till Andy's sort of back on the pod to have a, a proper discussion about what he's given us. Does he? He looks old. Like he really looks like ooh, it's the the body was gone last year. There were signs of it. Um, signs of okay, you can still stroke three. You know the defense is not there, but um, I, I probably the year before that you would have said, oh, the defense is not there. But then you know scheming up last year, all you did was just plant him on the on the uh, charge circle, and then. That's kind of all he did, just put the arms up, altered shots like that. And that's, you know, that's kind of about what he's going to give you. Now this season, it kind of looks on offense. He's like got no legs at all. And he, he came off that injury stretch, probably lacking a little bit of match fitness. I'd like to see him get, you're going to have to get uh, 20 minutes. Like just give him 20 minutes. You're going to have to play 20 minutes. We're going to have to see how that rhythm kind of affects him. I just copped a blast of uh, something in there on my uh, deck. But we're going to have to give him time if he's going to play any kind of role down the stretch of this season, because these eight minute stretches, I don't really know what they're doing for his fitness and for his ability to get rhythm as a scorer. I think if he goes on this season, he's going to really put his, um, his scoring in jeopardy because he was a 50, 40, 90 guy. I don't think he's shooting free throws. I don't think he shot many free throws. Let's see if we can bring up this stats for no, NBL. remember doing this the other day. The team is Sydney. Does it automatically do it? It does. So shooting the ball, kick it isn't even there. There you go. Kick it isn't even on these stats. That's okay. Great, great stats page. Um, so shooting, shooting the ball, I think he's kind of struggling a little bit. Um, we, we saw him. There was a nice fake handoff, uh, I think, against Melbourne where he fake handoff and then, you know, filled it up. That was pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more coming from him. And then, you know, you look at these Kearney Drew, Galloway, Woodhill, these are development players or development type signings, and that's about it. Uh, Shawnee Bruce, three points. Moller, five points. I think Moller, again, is, you know, the, the all-NBL all glue guy that has nothing to glue together. I think he's he's been in a in a scenario where he's in these second-team lineups and there's, there's really not much scoring for him to glue together. He's shown a little bit of, little bit of post sort of uh, ingenuity, a little bit of um, adeptness in the post to kind of set guys up, you know, hold the ball, look to play, make and not score. But really shooting a three ball is just a no-no at the moment. He's really not shooting the three well at all. So it's like, do not shoot threes. I think he shot one of his first threes for the season in this game. Let's go back to this stats. Craig Moller, two of 10 from three. So one of one of two came in this game that he's hit this season. So that's another another issue there. If he's on the perimeter and, he, you know, he needs to develop some sort of drive game, a little drive and handoff, drive and dish, drive and find someone in the corner. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to wait and see how that develops. I think that, that'll be a really important thing if he wants to do that. And then Geordie Hunter, 11 points. I don't think that highlights. I think if I had to watch the entire game, might have had some uh, a better idea of what Geordie's doing those four fouls on. Again, 
for a second week or even a third week running, it's just he gets nothing inside. It's just like, what, you breathed on him, foul. And he's just like, come on. And he's one of the guys I've I've watched a lot more NBL this season. It's been on at really opportune times. I've had a chance to actually watch other games. And I've, I've just noticed that he will sit from two fouls in so many games. He's just like, foul, foul. And he's just, really? Like, can we just let him stay on the court for a little bit longer? Looking at this, he played 27 minutes, so maybe he stayed out there um, against two of the bigger, more dominant bigs. So that, that's, a, that's a good thing. But, uh, yeah, I've just noticed he will get two just garbage fouls. Like, do we have to call those? Like, I, don't, I watch other games. I don't see those calls being called in other games. Like, do we have to do this? to Jordy. Um, Vidanovic was kind of copping it too a few weeks ago. Um, so 11 points, 5 of 8. 5 of 8 from 2 obviously doesn't shoot 3s. I think he's only shot 1-3 and it was a uh, end of end of half chuck or end of quarter chuck. Minus 5. So bit of a painful loss. I think we've had what 4 or 5 maybe games where we've just thrown it away. Like we're in a position to win. We're going to win. This is great. You know, we're looking good. And then we just throw it away. And it's just, you know, we, we then go, eh, okay, on to the next one, boys. Um, and I think that's kind of one of the main reasons why we're sort of struggling, struggling at, uh, what are we at? Five and seven now, I think. Uh, I think I can get the entire entire thing going no that's just players what do we got standings standings it's right there and it's even enlarged too what are we six and seven so you know what we've got a double game week coming up this week um if we can pinch that we can go back over 500 but the other thing too is if you look at you know perth's got all those games in hand uh six i think games in hands what are they on 11 games you know and a lot of other teams and melbourne has you know four or five games in hand too um, if we can kind of stay in the mix of this Illawarra, you know, Illawarra, Brisbane, Adelaide, I think Adelaide's a candidate, kind of drop a few games now that Humphrey's injured. Although they played quite well the other night, you know, you look at them. Brisbane is a team that on any given night, they just win games and you just go, really? Okay, won that game. Um, Illawarra, I like as a team, if the games don't come thick and fast, like we've seen them stumble a little bit in these thick and fast, look four and six in their last 10 um, you know, a little bit of a struggling period. Uh, and then you look at Southeast Melbourne, New Zealand, and Cairns to be on the bottom. You're just like, whoa, okay. Like I had them pegged, pegged as, uh, you know, finals lock. I'll have to go back and we'll have to go back and look at the um, the predictions we made at the start uh, for, the, for the season. We'll have to go back and have a dig those out when we do the half season review because I'm pretty sure I had Cairns as a lock in the top four. And then Melbourne 10 and two, obviously they went on that eight game or seven or eight game winning streak. Uh, eight and two in their last 10, they've played 12. So uh, moving along, uh, I wonder if I'll, I'll bring up the tipping. No, I'll do, uh, sorry, three, two, one. I'll do my own three, two, one uh, for a game I did not watch. It's a struggle. I'm just going to go box score styles. DJ, obviously. DJ and then, D- did I just type DJ, obviously, and then where? And then what do, what do we think? Geordie Hunter. Or Diddy, nah, Diddy missed that shot, so let's go Geordie. Bit of a uh, compromised vote on that because I didn't watch the entire game. But uh, them's the breaks. You just, just cop that. Uh, oh, Andy's there in spirit. He's in the comments section. Let's like a couple of his posts. MVP, that is correct. He did call for MVP. Uh, give, give your tips, man, if you're watching at home. Give your tips while you're nursing second, second boy. A chance to get... Uh, Two boys in the uh, Boomers team later down the track. 
Uh, and then let's R eight. Now let's let's go to this this Southeast Melbourne now game. This this Southeast Melbourne team, it's it's not a great team really. I was watching. I think I made the comment. I I, I confused Yanni Vetzel with somebody else that was playing with Cooks when he was playing with uh, Olivier Versborg. Um, so I said he'd come from Europe, but it's actually a, a New Zealander um, come over. And I think he, he went. He declared in the draft. I think a couple of years, this year maybe or last year maybe. Um, he he had a decent night, like not not a you know a Mooney type night. I guess the benchmark for having a fantastic night against the Kings is kind of that Mooney performance where there was kind of an out of this world performance where it's like, geez, like nothing we could have done on the night. Um, would have made any any difference. He was just, you know, 30 points shooting at that efficiency. Kind of makes you struggle when then there's, there's these other performances from bigs and it makes it kind of go, eh, not, not, not a great performance. Like when I thought, you know, really he was not too bad, but really in the grand scheme of things, you know, you lost this game, lost it quite handily in the end. Um, oh, handily six points. But I, I still think we kind of had the wood on them for most of the game. But I think, you know, solid night. Um, Mitch Krieg, 22 points, 8 of 12, 2 or 4 from 3. I don't know about Mitch Krieg, man. I just, I don't know if he's playing at the level he was playing at last year. Like, he started out, he was red hot, absolutely blazing. And then, wow, you played a lot of games, mate. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a struggling period here. So, And then he kind of died at the end of last season because he just played so many games. I don't know what's what what the go is that performance for for the phoenix against us in that game you know looking at it you went yeah you know probably their best player on the night but at the same time i wasn't ever sitting there going man like we're going to lose to a mitch creek performance here we're going to you know this this isn't going great we're going to struggle and that's kind of how i felt about mitch creek this season you know it's really been a yeah yeah so it's, it's all right it's not great it's good it's not great uh Kyle adnam versus uh casper ware was a pretty nice Pretty nice duel. I thought Casper did well to kind of pocket him. We, we've seen Adnam before. We've we've had a whole season of Adnam. We've watched him last season have what was, I thought, a pretty good season. But at the same time, we've always sat there and gone, you know, if you body him up, if you can stay in front of him, if you stay with him, uh, make him work for shots, that's when it really reduces his effectiveness. I think he's in a team where they probably need Glidden to be playing at a level you know, that rivals kind of Mitch Creek last year and Mitch Creek rather like at a level last year that he was at for, for Adnam to oh, look, the gravity of these two players or the great, what did they have, Robeson last year? And they had someone else um, that I can't remember, but the gravity of two players, let's Adnam free. And in this game, basically, you know, we, we kind of had the mix, had the, uh, the, the front court, um, in Hunter and Vodanovic. Vodanovic loves getting under the skin of people. And I think the more he gets under your skin, the more you let him get under your skin, the kind of more effective he is on defense, like he can body guys up, uh, really really put pressure on scorers. Um, and it kind of helps him, you know, offensively, you're just going to be like, yeah, take three shots and maybe hit one of them. You know, you, with how many one of three performances have we seen this season? But at the same time, defensively, it's it's important. Like he's kind of a hunter type player where, you know, has that that kind of chode like effectiveness really like clogs up what teams are doing. Um and when, you know, he's not getting fouls called on him, he's really effective on the defensive end. And that's the other thing about this Phoenix team. They're less of a uh 
you know, less of a grinder team where, you know, we're going to have to grind it out against this team. They're more of like, a, you know, the Spurs, San Antonio Spurs, where it's just like, you know, we're, we're not a rough and tumble team. We're not a grindhouse. You know, we play basketball. And I like, you know, Mitchell has that team coach, coach really well. One of, the, one of the good things about having like limited fans, well, good or bad, you hear the referees, uh, the referees, you hear the coaches a lot. And one of the things about that Melbourne game was just has, uh, has Vickerman ever like seen a, a defensive and like has, it, has seen a team come down on the defensive end where they've scored a basket and he's just like, okay, yeah, that, that was a basket. Every play he whinges, every single travel, travel. No, oh, what was that? Three seconds, three seconds the entire time. And I, I like Mitchell because it was captured in these moments of – like the cameras on him, it's in it's in a stoppage, or you know, it's it's not in the flow of what's happening in a basketball game, and you know he's making these gestures. He's he's a really like a high high performance character, and then he's having this verbal exchange where I think the referee made the wrong call, and he said, you know, I made that call. That's what I think the call was. Fair enough. And you know, we've done a lot of whinging on on this, so this might sound a little bit uh, counter counterintuitive to what our main stance or what my main stance is. Um, and then this this was, I think, with uh, Glidden. And he said, I made that call, you know, and now we can review it and let, let's check. And then he just went, okay, yeah, fair enough. I made the wrong call. You know, uh, I'm sticking to my guns, fair enough. Then Mitchell was sort of like having this back and forth about the cotton cotton foul the other night. I don't know if anyone out there has seen that where he kind of tripped over Glidden. Glidden had his arms up. It's it's one of those ones that if you're the offensive team, you go, yeah, that's a foul. And if you're the defensive team, you go, no, that's not a foul. And then, you know, both sides are going to be upset if that happens to them. So it's one of those bang-bang plays. And then, you know, he was sort of saying, um, you know, what about that call the other night? You're calling it differently here. And then um, the, the ref sort of goes, oh, it's a, oh, it was a foul. And, yeah, and, the, and he was like, yeah, the other one last night wasn't. And was, I thought that was a, a really good sort of a sharp type of thing. And it, it's less about having a moan and hearing these coaches moan on the sidelines and more about, you know, he picked his moment, had a little, had a nice little moment there. Because Vickerman, it's just like, I can't watch those games with sound because he just goes on and on and on. And he's just like, bro, has anyone ever scored a legitimate basket against your, your team? Like, should you be playing games where no one ever scores against you because everything's a travel, everything's three seconds, everything's a foul, uh, a hold or anything like that? So that was good to see. Uh, back to our team, the Kings, on the night. Solid all-round performance. Again, we get a W and it's not, wow, what a night. You know, DJ's 32-point night, MVP special, MVP level talent. You know, we have a night where every single player has a contribution to make. Hunter has 15 points, 6 of 8. Uh, and then, you know, DJ again, 7 of 13, really solid night, 4 of 8, 3 of 5 from 3. Casper Ware, 0 of 4, didn't hit a 3. Ooh. Um, only had 11 points, but, you know, 10 rebounds, I think, and 7 assists. So if you look at what he's kind of doing, Helping out a little bit more on the defensive end, I think when he, you know, takes a step back and just goes, I'm playing within this game, I think that's when you get an effective player. It's when these games where you're just like, the game's on the line, Casper's going to try and make it happen. It's, you know, he's 0-3 of, on those moments this season. And you're just like, oh, man, this is painful. Um, so, but, you know, Bruce had 10 points. I think he was playing a little bit better. He let DJ cook a little bit, got the ball inside to Hunter. Moller had eight points, which helped. And then Brad Newley, again, just just storming to the basket. Anytime he gets the ball, go to the ba- basket, bro. Like, you have to go to the basket. Um, and then Tommy Vorville, kick it, three or four from the field, too. A little bit of post kick it. We, we, we were sort of saying a couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe even last week, Andy was sort of saying, like, no, nah, you're done post kick it. Like, no. 
Um, but he brought this out and it was it was pretty solid. I was like, oh, a couple of inside outside. There was even like a ridiculous like 15-step travel um, that I think was eventually <laughs> eventually called. How many times this season have we seen him just take so many steps and then lay the ball in and everyone's going, no, travel, travel. And you're just like, nah, let's kick it, mate. You can take as many steps as he wants and never get calls, never get called for it. Um, so that that was a pretty solid, solid outing. And then Galloway had, you know, six minutes where some Galloway minutes. I think he had a steal, did he? Uh, one turnover, one block. Actually, yeah, pretty solid block coming over the top. He looks like he might be a pretty solid defensive play. It looks like he has a little bit of growing to do. Might be kind of an undersized threat. Um, but as a development player, he's given us some decent minutes. Shout out to... Whoever was in the Facebook group said they didn't want to see him ever again. I thought that was a little bit funny. But his hair game, top-notch, on point, I think deserves rookie of the year status, development player of the year for that hair alone. Uh, and then Didi, the injury. Uh, was that in this game or was that against the Taipans? Uh, I think it was in this Melbourne game. Another little like, oh, no, Didi's out for a few weeks. Like, no. And then he comes back out and he's just like, oh, all right. And then he, he fought for a loose ball too where – one of those ones where you know a player is injured and then they fight for something and then you just watch them fight for it and you're just like, okay, that's going to injure him even more. But he seemed all right. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. I'm um, just looking through the Kings, Kings website. I might bring it up and just have a check. Uh, yeah, shout out that I was looking that up. I'll bring that over here. Uh, Brian, no, Brian's. What's the what's the injury guy's name? The injury people. Uh, come on. Ah, oh, it's not there. Ah, uh, wh- whoever it is, the in the injury people that give you the injury updates. Um, that'll be coming out. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Diddy. Uh, for this Phoenix game, Phoenix. It was a good performance. I think a solid all round performance. The type that. If we play against these bottom dwellers, these cellar dweller teams, you kind of go, right, this team is a middle-of-the-road team. If we share it around, if we play solid, defensively we're good. Offensively we can find stretches where we can score the ball. Um, From memory, we started quite solidly in 19-14. Then the Phoenix came roaring back and we were just like, no. But I never kind of felt uncomfortable. You know, if we can hold these teams to under 20, uh, we might get some rhythm scoring that actually helps us win games. Uh, and then we closed it out. That final quarter might come and haunt us. We need those points uh, to win the cup. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so another solid performance. Um, and then I will give some points, uh, some 3-2-1. Shout out everyone out there. Even if you're in the comments or you're watching right now, give a 3-2-1. Give us a 3-2-1. Um, throw it in on the uh, on the the posts at any time. Getting those three two ones in, um, we'll read out a uh, a mid season update and let everyone know out there what the mid season update is on that three two one. All right, uh, three two one for me, DJ again, and then Newly. Oh, it's so tough because I think we're we're in another game where nobody else gave us a performance. You would go. Look, Casper Ware deserves one point for that. You know, he didn't score the ball that well on the night, didn't play that well, but of course, you know, supplemented in other areas and we got the win, 10 boards, seven assists. Uh, Three steals too, I believe. Let me just scoot that up a little bit. What's that? Uh, Three turnovers, my bad. Um, In a game like that, you're like, that's a one-point performance. 
But in this game, like Geordie, I think, you know, was solid enough. Did he have a – yeah, two blocks. I think both of those were on Betzel. Uh, so I'll give it to Hunter. Um, and then Andy, Andy's going to have to just mail in his tips, yeah, mail in his um, – his uh, three, two, ones. Get your tips in stooge. Uh, so yeah, that was a it was a pretty pretty solid game week. Um, would have liked to have get that win against the tight ends. Would have put in, put us at five hundred, sitting sitting, you know, middle of the pack. You know, to, with the injuries, it's to be expected. It's it's a tough tough season with the amount of injuries we've had. Just having to go. Injuries, what can you do? You know, take the emotional investment out of this team and just go, you know, it's it's hard. Like we've, we've had so many injuries, but at the same time for what we've had in terms of injuries, we've come back and actually produced something pretty pretty noteworthy for how many injuries and the, the road games, the amount of road games we played. But at the same time, every time you get into these crunch situations, you just lose and go, you know, you know it hurts. You know it shouldn't really hurt because you're just like, man, what this team is doing really is pretty crazy in the grand scheme of things. But at the same time, you just go, damn it. So it's to be expected. Hopefully this game week uh, we can pull pull something together. Before I do my own tips because I'll, I'll reel my tips off and we'll somehow get Andy's tips, I will just look at what's happening in round round number nine and then i believe i believe this is the last round of the cup you know that's great Woo! that's the end of the cup oh man this 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 bar like just chill out with this bar just bring this bar back a little bit you know it's too much real estate on your page um so who, what do we got the hawks tough game tough game i think you know that that's a hawks team that it's been a little bit shaky over the last few weeks but then again, we've had these teams where guards just go off at the end of games and we can't keep pace scoring and they they have the potential to play solid, you know, really grind us on the defensive end, dry up our scoring, and then bang, 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 hit a few buckets, Jessup and uh, Tyler Harvey. I want to say Sykes, but that's Melbourne, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, like that's basically what they did last time. They dried us up, they kept it solid defensively and then, you know, hit us with a couple of late shots. And in a game where, you know, we, we probably could have won that game as well. I, I envisaged the same thing happening. Sydney kind of play hard, play tough, it's solid. And then if we don't pull out the late game scoring, you know, story of the season, that that's a team that's going to beat us. Uh, and then the Bullets, you know, who are kind of flying high. Look at Looking at that, win-win, loss, win-win. They're a team that, I don't know, like it's any given night that team can be great and can be disappointing. Sometimes you look, you watch them play and you just go, wow, they've got this this tightened up. This is a pretty solid system. Um, Sobi has been playing quite well. Uh, if you look at Vic Law, like Vic Law was just outstanding. It was a Mooney level game in that first game we played against them. I've, I've watched that back and it was like anytime he got set, it's just a bucket and you're just like, you can't let him get set at all. Like you have to be on him. And it was a bit worrying that we didn't just go like you, Diddy on law or somebody on law. It kind of just let him get like layups, get him to the in the post, shoot post fades, these jumpers that you're just like, 
he's set. He's shooting a jumper. That's a bucket. Um, so we, we've got to make sure we get on that. He had a little bit of an ankle tweak in the last game. I saw him limp out of that game. I think he's one to definitely, definitely keep up against. Let's have a look at what the stats are for the Brisbane Bullets. Uh, let's bring it up. All teams, Brisbane. Let's go totals. Because I think Vic Law, yeah, has been 18 blocks. Wow. He's a, he's a pretty undersized kind of looking player. Um, Sobe, 300 points, 249. What's their shooting percentages? Wow, Vic Law shooting 29% from three. I've got I to gotta go back to our game against, against them and see what he shot against us. Like I have to go. I'm sure he had an insane night against us. Come on, bring it up, bring it up. Let's let's look at this. Kadi again, thirty four percent, thirty one percent from three. He's kind of struggling. He was he was someone last year where you just like do not give him space to set his feet, shoot the ball. Hodgson's kind of back. I think he's had a huge impact on that team too. He's more of a uh, a, a seven foot presence um, in the Magne style. You know, Magne what six six ten six eleven, but. Uh, Hodgson is one of the legit seven foot bigs in this this uh, league, and while not being, you know, wow, amazing hands, like fantastic. Why why are you not letting me search for that? You're killing me. Um, but he he's not got amazing hands, not in the sense that you go wow, toss it to him and he's going to get your bucket every time. But at the same time, any lobs, any any clean up around the rim, and he's he's all over it, dunking all over people. Yeah, this was that game. Just like destroying people as a seven footer should, um, one of the genuine seven footers. And then again, any game you're going into, going seven footer, two or two from three. Yeah, there you go. Um, Eleven of fifteen. Did we play them? I'm sure he had another game that was pretty insane against us. I wonder if we played them twice. Um, but yeah, Brisbane. It's kind of any given night, and you know, adding in Hodgson. It's again on paper. You look at it and just go, "Wow, we're gonna we're gonna have to really find an answer for a seven foot big again." In some games, like you're kind of rolling the dice and going, "We don't have it tonight." You know, we struggled. In some games, you go, "Wow, the boys put in a really good performance." Hunter Vadanovic and kick it really did well. But you know, if they continue to play like they're playing, I think they're going to roast that three man combo that we have, um, and that will round out. The uh, the cup. That's it for the cup. Um, should we get up a standings for the cup? Cup ladder. Woo! Really, really. Tickets from ten bucks. I can't. I'm not going to Melbourne. So six six games, three wins, three losses. Fourteen quarters won. I think at one point we had the most quarters won. Uh, if we had have won that last quarter against Southeast Melbourne, that would have been most quarters won. Woo! Most quarters won. Um, but. Struggled. So, you know, uh, can we win it if we win two games from here and Perth lose two games? I think Perth Perth or Brisbane are kind of nailed on uh, to win this. And let's just quickly look at who Perth and Brisbane are playing. They're playing us and Adelaide. So we have a chance to kind of stifle a Bullets Cup win. But then again, Perth are playing the Breakers and the 36ers. You could probably pencil those in for two wins. And, you know, good, good on Perth for presumptively winning, winning the cup. Yay, cup. Uh, all right, so I'm going to go tips. Uh, New Zealand breakers versus the Taipans. <sighs> Tough one. Bottom of the table clash. Wow. 
And this is tough too because uh, I had a had a little under the radar strategy of uh, Andy picks first, and I you know if I if I don't need points, I can just yeah match him up and stay stay on the same stay on the same points totals as him. You know now I'm going in blind. He's probably listening to this at home, just going damn you. Uh, so Taipans breakers, wow. Taipans, I'm gonna just go Taipans because they can't stay terrible for long for this long. Surely they're beating us. They're on a run. Oliver versus Colton Iverson. Ooh, tough matchup. The Webster's taking a million shots. Tough matchup. Ooh. Uh, Southeast Melbourne versus United. Melbourne Derby styles. Surely you've got to go United. The gut says United. Uh, Bullets 36s. Mm, let's go Bullets. They're the ones in form. Kings versus Hawks. You know, you know my bane. Pencil me in for the Kings every time. Uh, Perth versus the Breakers. Look, let's just go Perth, Perth. Perth and Perth. Pencil those in. Uh, Taipans versus Southeast Melbourne. Tough one. Tough one. Ooh. You'd have to probably say Southeast Melbourne. But then again, you know, Taipans, I'm predicting to get a win. I'm going to go double Taipans. We, Andy was definitely off the Taipans train last week. I was kind of off the Taipans tra- train a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think I'm going to just sneak back on it, run after it. Um, probably just going to leave me behind, leave me in the dirt. Uh, Illawarra versus United. Tough game, tough game. Let's go United. Uh, Breakers versus the Phoenix. Another cellar dweller. Mm. Ooh. Breakers. Phoenix. Phoenix has got a better team. All right, I'm going Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, and then, yeah, that rounds out the week. I think that's about it. Um, I think that's probably where we can leave it. What have we been doing? You know, it's pretty, pretty solid. I've done uh, solo for the first time. Might have to make this a uh, bit of a regular. Um, yeah, I think we can wrap it up there. I don't think there's anything else. Whoop. Uh, we can really go on with. So, yeah, as always, thank you for watching me. Uh, probably be back next week. Uh, solo again. We'll see how this goes. See how the people think this. If you're out there, send us a uh, send us a message if you want to want to get in. I'll I'll chat to anyone. Uh, if you're royalty, if you're a peasant, you know that's what we're here for. We're fans. We're peasants of the club. We can say whatever we like. It's great. Um, so yeah, as always, you can like us on Facebook. We are putting these up on YouTube as well. You can watch them in replay on YouTube. If you want to listen to audio form, will this work for audio form? Sure, why not? I'll just put it out anyway. You can listen to me just talk, blabber on for an hour. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, uh, Spotify as well. We're on the Anchor Anchor Podcast platform, so that will spread us out to those three platforms. Uh, we're on Twitter also. I've been doing a little bit more tweeting. It's mainly salt, so you know it's pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, like give us a like on there if you want to hear us tweet and yell about the refs and say stuff like that. And as always, we will see you guys next time on The King's Time.